Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Safe Space. Um, it's very exciting because we have a lot more people than usual. And I have Brie, like, mouthing every single word that I said because today she needs a lot more attention than usual. And Brie, do you have anything you want to say? Hey! <laughs> I can't. I literally can't with her today. She needs so much attention. But we're going to try, during this episode, we're going to try to give it to her as she's mimicking everything I'm doing. Um, it's really exciting because this is actually part three of um, Black History Month. And I hope that it's, I really can't look at her today because she's really out of control. Um, we're doing uh, Black part three of Black History Month. Um, this is the first time we've ever on a topic done uh, a part three of an episode of of a topic this is so, part three not four no i know it feels like it's almost part four but it's only part three so um carissa made a good point as we ended last week's episode that you know we kind of wanted to talk more about sorry brie what are you doing cracking my uh, Brie is like throwing her body around i don't understand but she you know she talked more about healing um and how we can move on healing but Let's do a quick check-in with everybody. So um, I'm going to want to check in with my Zoom people first. So let's start with, I'm going to do it the way that I see it on the computer. Nielsen, how are you doing this week? I'm doing good. Anything you want to share? Anything exciting? No, not really. All right. Uh, Josiah is back after a while. Josiah, how are you? I'm doing great. How about yourself? Oh, you know, doing, uh, you know, just hanging in. Uh, but it's really exciting to see you. So I'm glad you're here. Uh, Carissa, uh, I know you just came back from the vet. How did uh, Missy do at the vet? They, would, they said that she was very well behaved and she's made a lot of improvement. But now I'm looking for her because she went somewhere in the house and I can't find her. She's probably a little mad. I, you know that after um, I take my pets to the vet, they disappear on me and they never want to speak to me for a good day. Yep. So I'm like searching everywhere for her. Oh, well, hopefully by the end of the night, she kind of wants to cuddle up with you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, other than that, how are you doing? How's school? How is it the semester going? Well, I'm going pretty, I'm doing pretty good. And school is, ugh, school is school. <laughs> yeah. Um. I think it's kind of better than last semester. So yeah, I'm grateful for that. All right, all right. That's good. Good to hear. How many classes are you taking? Uh, about four to five this semester. Oh. All right. Yeah, I'm not speaking about that. I don't I don't yeah. miss it. <laughs> all right. Awesome. Marcus, how are you doing? I'm doing good since it's like a Wednesday and we didn't have to do like any like live sessions with teachers and everything. So yeah. All right. Awesome. Francia, this is your first time on the podcast, so it's very exciting. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How about you? All right. I'm doing good. Bree, how are you doing? Let's give you the attention you deserve. What's flopping? I'm chilling. You're chilling? Nice. Yes, it's you. It's All right. Blessing, how are you doing? I'm, I'm, I'm going through life and emotions and and, and stuff. Uh, that sounds um, vague and confusing and, and depressing. It's not concerning. <laughs> no, it, I'm going through some confusing moments in my life. Let's just put it like that. Okay. Um, anything afterwards that I can help with? I'll get advice. Okay, I will, I'll check in with you after the podcast. Okay. Um, Cynthia just came and joined us. Cynthia, how are you doing? It looks like you have a game, bowling game. <laughs> yes, Our yes. facial expressions are yeah. killing me. How's how's She's the bowling team okay. going? Uh, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let her finish. Let her talk. Let her talk. Let her talk. Yeah. Be quiet. Well, we won yesterday, so that was great. Congratulations. Quiet. Yes. I'm about to beat you. Be quiet. <laughs> Congrats. We're going to put, you. we're going to put Brie in a corner soon. <laughs> but okay, okay. So you're approving. Mm-hmm. How's the bowling team in general? They're really good. But it's sad because the good ones are leaving. 
seniors, and it's like it's so good for me and for all the freshmen. That's all right. Yeah. Practice makes perfect. <laughs> yeah. You know what he said? Yeah, you'll be sorry, one of the good ones next year. She still said, have time. she said. They still have time. Cynthia will be one of the good ones next year. It's okay. Um, you have to let's check in with Amanda. We didn't get a chance to check in with Amanda. Amanda, how are you doing? He's okay. Um, I'm doing pretty adequate. A- adequate? That's a good choice of um, words. Can you use words that the rest of us will understand? <laughs> uh, definition, please. <laughs> okay, I'm doing fine. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Anything exciting happening with you? Not much. Just drowning in schoolwork, and that's all. Uh, not fun. Hello. Uh, Is that Hentoff? Yeah. Oh, Hentoff. Oh, yep. hi, Hentoff. Thank you for joining us. Um, we're just doing a quick check-in. How are you doing? I'm all right. A bit late, but I'm okay. All right. Well, we're glad that you, you're joining the party. So... Now that we've done a quick check-in, so let's get into our topic. So the last two weeks, we've been talking about Black History Month and, um, you know, it's been a heated topic. I'm not going to lie. It's been um, a controversial topic. And I know when I was editing last week's episode, I thought um, some of you were going to jump over the table and strangle each other. Um, so let's kind of like recap so last week we kind of talked about um, we talked about the educational system and how it really didn't it doesn't really do Black history uh, Black history justice. We talked about um, President Trump's 1766 commission. We talked about um, how people in different uh, in different events have hacked. In different colleges and have said things during uh, uh, these events and have said very inappropriate things and have um, portrayed images that are not appropriate. Uh, have I missed anything? I feel like I've missed something. So I think in this direction and in Carissa, uh, please, uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, we wanted to kind of put in a direction of healing, right? Carissa? Yes, because the past two episodes, we've been talking about all the hurt that we've been through. And so I thought it would be good if we can talk about how we can heal from this. So when we talk about healing, what do you guys think about? How can we heal? And because there's a lot of healing that needs to be done. Now, where does that healing of direction needs to come from, though? Their parents. Their parents, you say. Whose parents? Like, the people that they're raised from. Like, you know, some some adults could teach them to hate things. To, like, some of them could just make them love one another and stuff. I don't know how to put it right now, but, like, my mind is, like, all over the place. Right, it comes from the home. Yes. Um, I know three. I remember uh, a couple, you know, episodes ago. You actually you you shared a story about. Um, I don't know why it stuck with me about how your mom used to do something about eggs. Yeah, I remember that too. That stuck with me too. Remember, you said it was a brown egg and a white egg. Can you share that story again? Oh, yeah. That's what we do like that. Oh, well, I <laughs> so, um, yeah, what's popping? So, um, yeah, um, when you were younger, yeah, when I was younger, when I was younger, <laughs> my parents, well, my mom used to like gather all of us, like all you know, the children in the house, yeah, and she used to put two eggs, like you know, like regular eggs raw eggs on a plate and uh on each plate was it was two plates and two different eggs it was a brown a golden brown egg and it was like a regular white egg (laughs) and uh she used to tell us to look at it and she used to make us write down like like what's different about it and then she would like crack it and tell us that they 
think they're the same. It's just, you know, different shell, different color. Yeah. And then related to humans. Yeah. I don't know why, but that story really stuck with me. Same. Yeah. Same. Like video like that I've seen the video. Really makes it makes sense. Oh, yeah. Oh, re- there's, so there's a video? Yeah, yeah on TikTok. Yeah, I didn't see I, that video. I, I feel like I should get on TikTok. <laughs> it teaches you a lot of stuff. Yeah, it teaches you a lot of stuff. If you're on the right side. Yes. It's you know, basically right. what you like on TikTok. Yeah. Follow my TikTok. <laughs> also <laughs> follow we'll, mine too. We'll follow you guys on TikTok. I'll get all So T H V T K I D underscore R O Y A L T Y. And at Hustle Brett with two T's at the end. Oh my God, y'all. You you're and my TikTok is the same as my Instagram, my Snap. So um, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh God. All right. Yeah. So, but so let's continue this conversation. So, like, all right. So we talk about healing from the home. Um. Do you think also? So, home. What about society? Yeah. Also, society. The way they present stuff. You know. And the way they picture black people. I feel like they need yeah. to. I don't know how to put it, but it's like you know, we're always. But, okay, so I don't know how to put it, but it's like we're always portrayed as the evil ones in society, and like everywhere we go, everybody's eyeballing us. Like, and you know how like white people in the city be clutching their purses, like woman, you don't have anything expensive for me to steal. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. Because like when you're walking, you be like, you know. And I saw this um video of this white lady with her child or whatever, and um. A young lady was walking by and then um she also had a little sister so like the black girl was walking by and she just like <laughs> yanked her son i said the lady was gonna take her and then she did that right back at her and she was like and just like yeah i'm gonna take my sister to you might still learn to sleep i'm sorry that was funny I would take my sister yeah, just too. Yeah, you might take her into slavery, but she was surprised that she did that too. I'm like, yeah, we should be the one doing that. Like, you might steal us and try to sell us. You might, more. you <laughs> might bring us into human trafficking. Exactly. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's like everywhere. If because like, like when you go, like people eyeball you weird because you're black. Or you're darker than yeah, yeah. you know. But some black people, and then black people also do that to white people, and it's just like you. It comes because it's it was this video on YouTube, right? And it was two different sides. So you have one where a black man adopted a white kid, and a white woman was like, "Are you okay? Where are your parents?" And I'm, and she even called the police. I'm just like, "Lady, I'm like, mind your business." I'm like, first of all, this has nothing to do with you. Second of all, not all black people are the same. And then a um a white lady does that to a woman who adopted a black kid. She was like, Oh, is your husband black? No. So where I adopted her. Did you have an option? It's like you're so asking you're asking first of all it's none of your business second of all why are you asking her if she had the option to choose a white or black kid like obviously she didn't want a white kid (laughs) i don't think she wanted to but no like she she was like she chose the girl because that's who she felt the connection with it's just like Mind your own business sometimes. It's like white people, just, they don't have to mind your business. They, they don't, don't have a filter. It's just like they have to say something. It's they don't have a filter. Like, no, we don't care. Come on now. Well, like, I love white people, but the racist. Some of them, some of them are cool. Some of them were, like, because some of the people were like, excuse me, lady, this is none of your business. Right? Go somewhere. Like, and like they really, they really like stood the up old to her. Ones, yeah. You're racist and you're old. Like, you're old and wrinkly and you're still to talking. You time soon and you're still racist. Like, no one cares about your opinion Let's anymore. Say, Okay, I want to give um, let's give our Zoom people a chance. Um, I wanted to say something. Yeah, so let's um let's all right. I'm gonna give let let Nielsen say something and then I want to head talk to say something. All right, so Nielsen, go ahead and then let's get all right. So Nielsen right now. I'm still thinking right now. When I come up with something, I want to okay. All right, head off, go and then Carissa go. Head off. Yeah, all right, first thing you go. 
So with what you guys have said, I do agree. How we can move forward and heal as a people is to like stop the segregation between us because like there's a lot of segregation between us as black people ourselves. Like, why does there have to be a competition? What is light skin versus dark skin? Like, we're all the same. I think we just got to get along. And if we're stronger together, then can you imagine how much we can accomplish? So it's the oppressed over the oppressors because we're stronger together, honestly. If mulattos are oppressing us dark people. I'm not talking for you mulattos. So the best way for us to heal is to come together and, you know, respect each other's opinion. Like the oh, best way to do that is to respect each other's opinion. No matter how stupid or how totally disagree with them is how we can come together. Like I've already told you guys this, for instance, a black man being able to befriend a KKK member and even went to a KKK rally. He didn't agree with them, but he like he did respect them. He tried to understand. Why the hell do they hate us so much? Why is he doing this? So to the end, he stick with them. He understand them. And he made sure that he understand us. At the end of the day, he made them leave the KKK. And throughout the whole show, I was scared for him. But turns out that can happen. So the best way for us to do that is to come together and understand each other and respect each other's opinion. For sure. Go ahead, Marcus. In a sense, yeah, I agree with what was saying, but like a major problem, like with us, is that mainly focuses on like having different government structures, which different rules apply to different people, and that's where they get like all of their information and text from. And what we also need to like consider is that we can't just make assumptions about people just because we haven't met them before, and you got false accusations and stuff from other sources and that plays a major role to like us having to deal with all of these like oppressions and all of these like dramas between black and white and all of that and like I think like what we need to like change is to at least have like the main rule is to treat someone equally and like it's just not we can't just say all men are created equally we have to say everyone's created equally we can't just say a specific gender specific race we have to unite unite as one and deal with our issues together and with our with the number of people in our world we can make change and we can always be successful by by doing that even though in some occasions, we might not agree with each other. We might not have some overall, we might overall have conflicts. That's fine. But yet we have to consider the fact that we're all people. We're all dealing with things. Even if it's not the same thing, we're still dealing with similar occasions. We still have to like deal with a lot of things in life. So I think by being together, we'll be able to like conquer these um, obstacles that's in our way. All right, let me let me say something. Okay, so, so like, like the way that you feel is like. Right, so let's, I'm gonna let Nielsen go, and then Carissa's got a lot to say. Okay. Like nowadays, if people tried to put themselves in another person's shoes, they would they would get where they're coming from, like be able to understand them better. So, if you, imagine if everybody we did a simulation, stuff like that. Like for example, if you were rich, you would you would like um be poor and stuff like that for like um a while and and then like the poor people be rich and like see how it's like you know what i mean kind of like that it would be like a simulation to see like um where everyone's coming from and like how their life is and stuff like that okay all right i hear you all right go, go ahead carissa yeah i can agree with what everyone is saying but also another perspective that i can look at Every time something with Black people is mentioned, uh, there's always someone saying, what about Black and Black crime? So I think we should eliminate that once and for all, like give them no reason to have anything against us. Because if they have nothing against us, then what can they do, really? So I think a lot of the crime and violence between ourselves is for foolishness, honestly. If you ever look at it, it's for something entirely dumb so we need to like we're all oppressed we're all in the same category so why pull each other down we should be lifting each other up 
And as an example, I can use our community. Um, like within the school, I, as you know, I was a student council um, president. And so I was always trying to advocate for everyone within the school. So I advocated about the bathroom. The bathrooms were fixed and immediately the students started um, destroying it. Think about this, you're at school like for almost, your school is basically your second home. Why would you destroy your own house? Do you get it? Like why do that? So we need to change our mentality entirely. Very true. So something that you guys pointed out, I think, um, I thought was very interesting. One thing I think is, do you guys think that language, the use of language needs to be changed? Like what you, what you mean by that? Um, I'm trying to think, because you guys like, <sighs> the way that, you know, a lot of people use this, you know, Trying to use, I'm trying to think of an example. Like the slangs and stuff? Yeah, maybe slang. Um, uh, the slang, you know. Um, I think I can answer your question. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to like you think of, of like a concrete example. In my opinion, it depends on like this different type of scenario and the place that you're at because I think if you eliminate the slang you eliminate all the languages that you have it ruins it like tarnish your identity that's who you are and that's how you grew up with so I don't think you should get a like take away all that slang it's just that you should use correct <laughs> in the correct environment yeah, like yeah in the correct environment and like trying to like use your words wisely try to like at least try to clarify in a way that people can understand like the different things you're trying to say and then yeah yeah i agree it depends on the setting in which you're in like if you're in a professional setting you're not going to talk about how you speak with your friends and even then like or vernacular is what people consider a trend so yeah we can't win either way but like it's or i or identity it's who we are i mean not everyone um speaks uh the vernacular that black people are known for but at the same time we know when to talk how we need to talk when we need to talk if you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, it's another word for language by the way oh, yeah, vernacular that's um, amanda go ahead Okay, I didn't know if you saw my hand or not, so I did it twice, but I partially agree with that because it really depends on the race. I don't like being racist into things, but it really does, because when I used to go down to the South with my family for vacations, you would see two people, right? The white people in our family and the black people in our family, they would talk exactly the same. They would both go to the store, the white person would order the same thing that a black person in my family would order. And I would look at it and I would see the white person getting the respect that that person deserves, but my black family member not getting the respect he doesn't deserve because automatically as black people, we need to face the reality that wherever we walk in, we're automatically profiled rather than white people being profiled. So they can change up how they speak. They can go formal to informal and still get appreciated and still get the level of respect that they deserve. But for black people, we can't get the respect that we deserve because when you walk into a building and a stereotypical white person sees us, they're going to say, that black person is illiterate. That black person is going to come here and I'm not going to understand what they have to say, which caused a disruption in the black community. So now we have to learn how to talk more European for their understanding, but we can't talk how we want to talk. And that's the same thing for other foreign Black people who come from Africa or the islands or whatever they're from. They can't speak in their accent because they're not going to get the job that they want because then the white people are not going to feel comfortable with them talking how they want to talk. And I know that because all my Caribbean friends, all my African friends, they had to use their quote-unquote American accent to be welcomed in and to be invited and 
for example, if this whole racial barrier never existed in the United States, I don't even think that we would need to do such a thing as formal and informal. Interesting, yeah. I, I think I, I definitely agree with you, you know, and I think, um, I think I can give you guys more of a concrete of what else I was thinking about because, because um, I think the way we also describe each other, you know, that our language needs to change because mm -hmm. like, um, you know, when I talk about, um, you know, like how we try to say, instead of saying, um, like, instead of saying you guys, we're trying to like steer away from describing that. Like when I talk about like, you know, my relationship, I don't say, um, like, I don't say like, you know, my boyfriend, I say my partner because people who like in the respect of the LGBT community, I, you know, they have partners. I say in respect for them, I just say my partner because, you know, um, so I'm thinking about like the way we describe people too you know, think about if we kind of take that away, you know, do you think that would change the way we just, you know, change the way we, we view things? With that being said, honestly, the N word is one word that really ticks me off because like, that's a word that was used to oppress us. Even if we're using it um, to take back what was stolen from us, it's like still, we're still um, dwelling on the past. I think we should discover a new word or something because if anyone ever referred to, to me as the n-word even if they're the same race as me I would go off honestly I just I can't yeah 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 no it, it's valid yeah you know because it's I you know I understand it when you know within the same race being used but you know I just I, I sometimes I think it's hindering because it's almost you're giving permission for other races to use it. I don't know. I could be wrong. Is somebody on Zoom raising their hand? Do I have? Oh, Josiah. I agree with what uh, Caressa said because, you know, sometimes I've, I've watched a lot of um, videos online. I see um, these people saying, uh, why do we use this specific n-word why do black people see why do they use it to degrade themselves and this, this meaning so um I, I heard back in the 90s or something what Carissa said they said they took uh black people took the n-word back upon themselves so my question was if we took the word back why are we using it to degrade ourselves so like in all, all in all honesty it should like i think it should die out we should should get a better word to describe ourselves instead of that that word it has a really dark meaning to it no uh, Amanda, are you raising your hand? Oh, no, I just forgot to put it down. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, what about uh, anybody here talking about, you know, just using the language of describing each other? What do you think about that? You know, if we found other ways to describe each other, because like, you know, when I think of Cynthia, I think of smart. I think of intelligent. I think of brave. You know, I don't think of you as a race. Like, I don't think about yeah. that. Yeah. Oh. Go ahead. Well, instead of saying like words, like harsh words, like we used to like, like describe us back in the day, I think we should all call ourselves queens and kings. Right. You know, that's, you know, cause I think about that because like, you know, because if I say, you know, you describe somebody like by the color of their skin, there's automatically that assumption. Yeah. That stereotype that comes in. Mm -hmm. But if I, you know, come in with that mentality of like, because I used to be a hiring manager that I used to say, you know, I used to describe the person to my general manager and I used to just describe by characteristics and then the person used to walk in and my general manager used to be like oh and I'm like yeah because I'm not going to tell you who I interviewed because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put that handicap on them because they probably have their own personal struggles they probably really need the job right so don't, don't break my microphone. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, uh, it's just what, what I think about. 
you know, if our language changed the way we describe each other, because you're more than your race, you're more than the color of your skin, you're more than that. Because when I look at each of you guys, I see other things. Yes, you are black, but you're more than that. I see, I see kings and I see queens. I see people that are gonna make a difference. Yes. Um, uh, go ahead, Carissa. Okay, so I said it in previous um, episodes, you probably know already, but I despise rap music. I mean, I listen to it sometimes if it's like, okay, but honestly, rap music glorifies gangs, drugs, violence, everything that is not good. And it's what young black um, males gravitate towards. So it's just putting them in that same cycle to be what the world says you are, which is not true. So I think we need to like change what we feed ourselves, like what we listen to, because it has a big impact on how we behave on a daily basis. Yes. Yeah. I agree with you guys. So, you know, so on that, let's, um, let's think of other things. So we've talked about language. We've thought, we've talked about music. We've talked about what else do you guys think about? Okay, so for me, you know, this, this is the right. You guys were talking about the like, I was got confused how, you know, in Arbentum, right, it's a black populated school. Yeah. In the urban area, right? But, like, you know how in history classes, you know how in history classes, we always learn about the white folks and yeah. their history, right? But why don't they do the same for, like, white populated, like, high schools if you're learning about their history why didn't they learn about us but like we learn about their history and they also learn about their own history and it's not even about the right one so i always got confused about if you're learning about their history and you're black kids why don't they do the same thing because we don't care we most of us like some of us don't know like i'm african but i don't even know most of my african history right right Mm -hmm. and like they don't teach us enough of it and i'm over here learning about columbus and jefferson i'm like what am i gonna do with that but then when you go to a white school i think the only person that they'll probably know is martin thing because everybody knows everybody yeah yeah and i get confused (gasps) like why are we doing that but then they are not you know, it's confusing to me. I'm just yeah. Like, I love history, but I don't want to hear all that. I want to learn about my history. I want to know about all my ancestors, my culture, what my yeah. culture means to me, what are my roots, everything. So, you know, like, so when you learn about those things, you feel good about yes. yourself instead of always thinking, oh, all I'm about is slavery and stuff like that. I mean, that is part of our um, history, too, yes. but we were that before slavery, you know? Yeah. We were mm-hmm. more before slavery came along. So I don't know why the only thing, like, slavery part. It comes back to being more diverse. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to divert, make the educational system more diverse, more open. You know, instead of being this tunnel vision and of, again, m- more white history. Don't the superintendents choose to, if you get to learn what history you learn? It's the school district, right? It's just the school district. Most of our school state. district is black people. Yeah. That's that's and that's why it's confusing me because you're black. And, and you don't want your kids to learn right. about their history. It's really confusing. I honestly don't under I don't it's know like, myself. Is the whole and system, the black history like, that we do learn, you whitewash it. Exactly. Okay, I'm sorry about like this. Like you but, sugar coated. So what go ahead. Uh, I'm just gonna read what the what Zoom people have put. I gotta go. Um, all right, so I'm going to read what um, the Zoom people put. Carissa put once again about discrimination. There are many biases between the various Black populations. And Doc put, I want to learn about American history, and Black history is American history. So, um, yeah, no, th- so it's our educational system is uh, it hinders, I believe, because you really don't learn a lot until you guys go to college. Yeah, to be honest. I like or it. you learn from the um, social media. Social media, the internet. I mean, you guys really don't get to open up your eyes. Yeah. And I'm um, like, it's us because, like, when I was in Africa, right? Um, 
most of the bibles and like egyptian like we did history and we did egyptian history too and like most of them the characters were like white and for like for the longest when i was in africa i thought egypt was in america because i didn't know all the pictures that i saw were white so i was like oh my god like to go to egypt it's in america but then when i got here i just recently found out that it was in africa and i was so shocked because like every <laughs> every picture even in the bibles the people in it are painted white it's like everything you is white a problem with these bibles Every everything glory like everything successful, everything that's glorified are white people. It's so, like I guess you're confused, like and that is supposed to be our history, but they're taking it away from us. I'm ready. And like I'm African, I don't even know this in Egypt. Like, I'm is, ready to question the people who do these um yeah. movies about Jesus. Because you tell me he's born in Bethlehem. Bethlehem. And last time I checked, Bethlehem is in Africa. So how is he white? So why does Jesus look paler than a white man? And the in the Bible, he said he had wool white hair. He he has like brown hair. hair. And his hair is gravity defined is white. Um Hedgehog said it's an Egyptian, it's an Egyptian African history too. Yeah, but I thought it was in America because I didn't know. I didn't know. They painted Egyptians as white people. I They're not white. It's the way it was pictured. Yeah, the They're way tan. it was pictured. I, I thought it was in America. So well, yeah, I thought it was in America. So I was, I was like, oh. I was for the longest. I really thought Bethlehem was, was in America. Because they always painted him white. I'm and like, I, and yeah, I, I asked my mom. That. I was I, like, mom. How come we're here in America and I've never heard of Bethlehem? She's like, Bethlehem is in Africa. I'm yeah, because like, like it's really, it's really surprising when you find out that it's it's in Africa because you thought, you know. And then you find out that most people in the Bible are not even white. They were, they're supposed to be tan. But they're whiter than paper. Well, right. They're whiter than snow. And people say the original Jews were black too, but they're painted they're white. It's the like Egyptians are white. Is white. The only movie where you see black Egyptians is Miss um <laughs> Mr. P Sherman and Mr. Peabody. Yeah. I can't. Like can we have that's like, one thing? Like, and the only black person in that movie was King Tut. <laughs> <laughs> like even though movie white watched <laughs> Egypt. Like, what movie did I watch? Um it, it had Krishna Bale and it was about Moses and Ram- King Ramsey. And I was like, I'm like they're all white. white. <laughs> and I was like, not, not, I mean, and, and Christian Bale's a good actor. And I was like, okay, fine. But you're not the right character. I'm like, but you're, you're not, not the right skin complexion. And I was like, let's just, I was like, let, I'm just going to stick to watching Princess Princess. Yeah, Egypt. and it's like most of the Egyptian movies, they're all white. They're all white. Like, yeah, I know. It's propaganda. You know, they love our culture so much, but they hate the people. Here's the thing that goes to me. Um, Marcus has something to say. Uh, I have a question for Alia. So my question is, should it be a day where we celebrate all of, like, workers such as Ms. Layla, my sister, everyone that works, their contribution to America, should there be a day for them? Yes, absolutely. Because what I think is that um, all of these, all of the people that work, they pay taxes, which contributes to America. And I think there should be a day of appreciation for them because they work hard. And they're not they, working nice enough, you know? They work hard. They work all they of these hours. They don't get the attention that they deserve. They, get, um, they have to deal with conflict between different customers and the payment. They got to deal with those virtual white ladies at the restaurants. And I believe that they should get recognized for their contribution to America. America? So, what are you doing? America? Uh, America. America can't make you it. know we have so much to improve, and it just sucks that we're not. I mean, we have improved, but not improved. Not as much as, as we need. What well, America should. thinks without our culture, America would be nothing, nothing at all. Most of and the one other thing that gets to me by our people, and America. we don't even appreciate. Like, how dare you? No, Cynthia is okay. Because the day that they finally drive us out, right, and we go back to our country. Like, go back to Africa. We when America sure collapses, I will be in Africa laughing at them. When I Mr. King Jong Un fires that nuclear bomb, I'll be <laughs> laughing at them. No such oh people. So basically, I had it, it was this TikTok. Um, I saw um a couple of days ago. So it was like if we didn't have no like any white people for twenty four hours, right? This guy said that he will take all, go to the military base, take all the guns, take all the gold, take all the money, and bring it to Africa. Mm-hmm. And then we all oh, go back no. to our ch- country. And when the white people come back, they will see nothing. <laughs> you know, it, it's Not funny. That. Speaking of something like that, I was well, I was listening to a comedian. Not do wish it was so funny because he was like, you know, let them freak out because they're 
like people are dying out. So let them, <laughs> let them be, you know, that's why let them, let them be scared. They're scared. Let them, you know, comfort them because they're all dying out. There's but, more, there's more of us than them. Right. <laughs> every time they be like, go back to Africa, I think they expect us to be crying because first of it's, all, yeah. we're I don't back. think they realize that the only reason we come to America is because we think it's good. Yeah. No, I want to go back, honestly, because I've been wanting to go back the moment I stepped foot into this country. No. He's He's so, all right, we're, here, like, all right, let's ah. wrap it up. Y'all, we got to wrap it up. Um, so is there going to be a possible? So, <laughs> okay. Um, so are my Zoom people, well, does anybody got does anybody have anything to say chris you look like you've had your hand up this whole entire time oh sorry chris oh isn't that a thumbs up no, no, my a hands up. Up from oh, the my get -go. what my hands went up from the get-go because i can talk about this all day long <laughs> but yeah um if i say this it's just gonna take us back so it's fine no go ahead T tell us okay so um i don't know if i said this already but to elaborate on the discrimination between ourselves. Once I went to an interview in Newark and I think like there's a lot of like kind of beef between Newark and Irvington. I don't know why. I, don't, I was I don't at an interview and the minute I said I was from Irvington, their faces were shocked and they were like um, sharing glances between each other. And I'm like, we're literally in the same boat. We're literally the same population. So I don't why do they realize that anything between it's right like we're the same bro. thing so i don't like dirty earth dirty north you're all dirty like, yeah we should like today y'all barely got right? hot water to take a shower the Shut up. is the same thing like, let, her, uh, let her finish oh sorry, oh, sorry. sorry. i love you <laughs> yeah so we should like change that whole mentality like we're literally the same people so i don't know why you're saying like, 10 minutes away from Irvington. what y'all talking about and then Pentoff, what did you say look it's 10 minutes away <laughs> right literally Pentoff, go ahead Pentoff. oh i said i think i think like it's like way too late for me to call africa like my home country now because i have no idea how africa is I have no idea the culture. Like, I don't know Aren't anything there for me to just go there. Now. If I go there, they probably won't even call me their own because I don't know the culture. I don't know anything. Like, if I go there, they probably won't expect it. Like, it's not my home no more. Like, like Haiti is where I was born. Haiti is the only thing I know. If I go to Africa, I won't be able to survive without somebody telling me, hey, this is how we do things here. This is what happened. I'm no longer part of that culture. That culture has been erased from me. Like most black people here, like in America, don't know, don't know nothing don't about know. Africa. They don't know their home. It's no longer their home. Like it's like wait, Hunter, brain, Hunter, brain, 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 Hunter. Hunter. I'm sorry. Can can y'all stop speaking? I hear everyone speaking at the same time, and it's giving me a headache. Look, I just hear everybody. But continue, Hunter. Go ahead, Hunter. Finish up. Oh, I'm done. <laughs> no, it's the way he said I'm done. I'm done. Like I didn't hear what Antal said fully because all I hear is y'all snickering and whispering and talking. If you're gonna, so, if, you're gonna whisper, if you're gonna whisper, Shut whisper up. good. You you don't whisper, whisper, whisper good either way. Shut up. All right, Amanda, I can elaborate what Hentoff said for you. He said that um. Wait. He feels so far from his culture, which is the African culture, because he's been so far removed from it that he doesn't really know if he'll be accepted if he ever went there. And what I have to say to that is that I think the Haitian culture is very much similar to the African culture. Like you guys are the culture is so rich. And I think you guys are more African than any other um, culture. I mean, you're more close to Africa than any other Black culture because of how rich you are. Like the mannerisms, everything, it's so similar. And I really appreciate that. But what I can say for you is that uh, make sure you just visit Africa one day. You don't have to be entirely African, but it's your culture. So you can go there and learn everything you can while you have the chance. Yep. Thank you, Krista, for summing that up. Uh, did you want to say something? No. Oh. Yeah, I agree with Carissa and what Hentoff said. I am mixed, and I never been to my home island, so 
I kind of feel like I'm an outsider to my own race because I don't know the things that I'm supposed to know. And like I try to learn from it and try to educate myself, but I still feel like if I go back to my like go back to my island, which is a part of me, I feel like I'm going to be disowned. And even the same thing with the other part of me, which is African American, I feel like I'm disowned too because when I'm with like the south side of my family, I'm usually called white or whitewash because of the way I speak. And I'm forced to change how I speak in front of them. And I'm supposed I'm forced to use my accent with them. And I'm forced to talk informally and I'm forced to talk the way I don't want to talk so I can fit in. So it's it's very complicated. It's very much complicated. Because when you're mixed, you don't get accepted by any other half. You kind of are just in the middle of nothing because no culture is going to accept you no no that's true yeah it's no go ahead i really i kind of agree in a way but my mindset is that like even if you're african you're haitian all of that i think they're gonna be um they're gonna congratulate you for being in america to experience what they couldn't experience because a lot of people wants that opportunity to be in America, but they're not able to. And for you to be able to do that and you and for you to be successful, I think they're gonna be like, congratulate you and everything. I don't really think they're gonna disown you or anything, but it's more of a consolation because you know, there's a lot of immigrants who wants to go to America because they believe it's a better place. Like you said, Cynthia, it's a better place. And as a lot of people believe that, they want to go there. So. I think it's more of like you're having a better opportunity than them than them disowning you. I think they will welcome you with welcome arms, in my opinion. Well, for my island, they don't go to America for their education. They go to the UK or Great Britain for the education because that's where most of the people, like a really good, good most of them, go to the UK or to the Great Britain for the education. They don't go to America because they never dreamed to go to America. The dream over there is either Great Britain or the UK. So I think I went to the wrong country. I mean, I get it. I mean, in my in, in my neighborhood, it's um, because like my mom is Hispanic, my dad's Middle Eastern, and I'm in a prominently um, Caucasian neighborhood. So it's like I'm not uh I'm in a in I'm in a weird trifecta so it's like I'm I am not white enough to hang out with the white kids and I'm not Hispanic enough to hang out with Hispanic kids and I'm not Middle Eastern enough to hang out with the Middle Eastern kids so I'm just alone at my lunch table so I'm just like and it's it's weird it's it is very weird and it's a weird place to be uh so um we we got so i i got you amanda i i understand it's a very weird position to be in um and it's it's hard it's a it's a it's between a rock and a hard place um so we're gonna wrap this episode up um Cynthia, why don't you just give us your last minute thoughts on the topic? Uh, okay, that's it. I feel like everybody should just go for the unexpected. Like, just don't put a lot of negative thoughts into your head. Just do what you gotta do. Just do it, not overthink it. Just face what's gonna happen in the future. Just there you go. Just do it. Thank you. <laughs> like the Nike sign. Just do it. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, Marcus? Thank you for listening. And just remember that um, everyone, even if you're black and white, whatever your race, ethnicity, et cetera, et cetera, you're always great. You always contributed. And don't feel as though you haven't contributed to America because, as I stated before, you have done a lot for America and you will always be there for a lot of people. And you have always contributed to our society. Even if you're not coming to that realization, you will always contribute. And your ancestors will be very proud of you. There you go. Um, 
Josiah, give us some last minute thoughts. Yeah, I agree with what everybody said. So the last minute thought is that uh, we need to uh, understand, try as much to understand each other, respect each other, and actually further our communion with each other. Perfect. Nielsen, go ahead. Last minute thoughts. Um, let me see. Wrap up the episode. Wrap up the Okay, let me. See. I I've learned a lot actually. I've learned a lot about um. Wait, like I've learned different people's opinions about how we can heal. Cause me, I had my own stuff like that, and then people introduced me to different opinions. Like a lot of the stuff that Carissa said about the language and the music. I didn't think of that. I was thinking of something different and stuff like that. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, hint off. Go ahead. Last minute thoughts. Um, well, like I said, the best way for us to, to understand each other is to respect each other's opinion. And because that person might be coming from a, dis from a different perspective from you. So that's my closing statement. Respect each other. That's it. Awesome. That's great. Amanda, uh, Amanda go ahead. Um, I would just say that if you're confused about who you are as a person. It's always important to do your own research and to figure out who you are for yourself. And I think that this is a great ending to the whole Black History Month because you do not need a part four. Yes. So I think this is a very good ending to stop off because we learned about Black culture. We learned about how to deal with racism. We learned about... Um, our culture, like little things that happen to us in America. And now for the final and last one, we learn how to heal yeah. and how to move on and how to achieve black excellence. I love that. Yes, that's very true. Uh, and Carissa, give us our, I've been waiting yes, for the mic too. drop. I was waiting, I was waiting. <laughs> okay, so I've been waiting for the longest time also, but firstly, I wanna say that we have to come together I just want to elaborate on that. We have to because otherwise we can't move forward. Um, secondly, uh, never mind. But let me go to my mic drop right now. So in biology, uh, I learned that scientifically, um, life on Earth started in Africa. So the whole concept of race is just to um, create segregation between us. All of us Asians, whites, blacks, um, Hispanic, all of it is just to create segregation. There's only one race and it's called the human race. So remember that guys. And I implore all you, if you have the chance, like repatriate to the homeland, like who doesn't want to go to Africa? <laughs> Boom. Thank you. Thank you, Carissa. And my last minute thought is, uh, you know, just be kind to one another. Um, everybody, you are wonderful human beings and, you know, uh, just respect each other and be kind. So I want to thank everybody to, for listening to another episode of the safe space. Um, you can check us out on Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, Spotify, and Podbean. You can also check us out on our website, themonisafespace.com and Instagram at Amani safe space. And we'll be in your ears next week. Thank you, guys. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.